It's a Farm Friday. Let's talk Toronto Blue Jays. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated, and thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Because Bet Online, it's where the game starts. So the Toronto Blue Jays uh, have, I feel like, for their their A ball affiliates. Probably the two affiliates that are farthest away from the home teams. So single A is the Dunedin Blue Jays in Dunedin, Florida. So obviously Toronto to Florida is a good trip. Couple prospects here. And the thing with the with the with A ball, both sides of A ball here, is a lot of the top prospects have already moved on past that because we are so um we were so late in the season. So the top two prospects that are at Dunedin right now is uh, number 17, shortstop slash second baseman, Adrian Pinto. And Pinto is a complete spark plug. So 2019 IFA out of Venezuela, 5'6", 156. Usually the smallest player in whatever game he's playing in um, was actually signed by the Rockies. And then he was traded in the Rommel Tapia, um, Randall Gritchick trade to Toronto. But right now, 157 at-bats, 242, 375, 363 is the stat line for Adrian Pinto. Uh, two home runs, 11 extra base hits. Four of those are triples. Five of those are, are doubles. And so, you know, something where small but strong kind of compact, um, very good hand-eye coordination, and then very good at not swinging and missing. So very good contact ability. Um, you know, for a youngster, he can pick up, um, rec- he can recognize spin, swing at a good pitch, lay off a bad pitch. Uh, strike zone obviously is smaller because he's a smaller guy. It's geographically, you know, it's shoulders to waist or whatever. Uh, he doesn't really expand it that much. Um, as a, I mean, he's not necessarily a slap hitter. He's got decent gap power, um, fantastic speed, as you can tell by four triples. Not necessarily uh, a power guy. Five six one fifty six. I do think a little bit of that's going to come. He gets home runs from here, you know, here and there. But a little bit of that's going to come. The big thing here on base threat. Uh, led the Dominican League with forty one stolen bases last year has 18 right now in in 25 attempts. And so is going to do pretty good as far as speed plus arm. It's something where despite the plus arm, he's played a lot of second base last year and this year that's probably where he's going to end up and that's just something where that's kind of what's worked out best for his profile and what he does. Um behind him Number 22 prospect in the system, right-hand pitcher Irv Carter. And I know normally we don't go down into the 20s on these Farm Fridays. But there's some interesting stuff here. Um, He was a fifth-round pick 
He actually pitched with Andrew Painter, the Phillies' uh, breakout pitching prospect at Calvary Christian in Florida. Imagine being a high schooler and you got to face these two dudes in a like in a playoff series. <laughs> it's nuts. But um, three pitch mix, fastball is low to mid nineties. He can touch ninety six, ninety seven. Really good spin to it. Um, change up is more of a split change up, but I think it's a plus pitch. And then a sl- and then he he used a curveball in high school, and now he's kind of scrapped that for a slider. I uh, think the slider needs a little bit more refinement. But the concern here is he's a bigger guy, 6'4", 210, but he's got a lot of effort in the delivery. Um, you know, kind of like it's, it's kind of violent, you know, explosive, but violent. Uh, good athleticism, good control of his frame, can do some of the timing things you sometimes see Nestor Cortez do or Johnny Cueto do. Um, little bit of concern because of the arm action and how much uh, work it is in there. So... Wide range of projections here. Could be a starting pitcher, something like a four or five. Uh, could be a reliever, depending on on just that delivery and how that evolves as he continues to to, to grow up, really. Uh, but I think the three-pitch mix itself is promising. Again, the slider, something he's working on still, but the fastball and the changeup could be plus. Um, you're going to give him a chance to stick as a starter. If it doesn't work out, you can move him to relief. High A Vancouver, couple guys here, a um, couple position players here I kind of want to get to. So number 14 in the system, outfielder Gabriel Martinez. 2019 IFA, uh, 275 at-bats right now, 284, 349, 484, 12 home runs, 4 stolen bases. Um, decent bat-to-ball skills, I'd say probably above average. But the approach sometimes is too aggressive. Uh, he'll expand the zone. He'll chase stuff. And he's got good enough contact ability where you can get away with a little bit of that. Um, but something where, you know, enough barrel control, things like that. But something where he needs to not let that get, continue to get worse as he continues to move up in the minors. Um, defensively, corner outfielder. I don't see him as somebody who is. Um, has the good enough reads, routes, reactions to play center. So you're kind of stuck into a corner. Left field feels like he's most comfortable there. Um, he's going to have to hit. Uh, you know, he the, the defense isn't a carrying tool here. He's going to have to hit. I feel like he's got the raw talent to do it. It's just a question of of refining the approach and not being too eager to chase. Um, number 20 is shortstop slash third baseman Alex DeJesus. 6'2", 170, 2018 IFA. Was actually acquired from the Dodgers um, in a trade. Kind of heavily three true outcomes kind of guy. So when he, when everything's going well, uh, really like a really good swing, natural loft to it, can drive a ball kind of gap to gap. But... Uh, he's susceptible sometimes to spin from a righty. You know, um, he's listed as a shortstop. I'm kind of calling him a third baseman. He's a below average runner. Uh, larger frame is still adding weight to that frame. So I see him as somebody who's going to have to move to third. But quick first step, good reactions, plus arm strength. He can absolutely play third. 
think he'd be average to above average. And he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be like a power-hitting middle infielder or a power-hitting corner infielder for you in the middle of your lineup. Uh, Question is just, how does he adjust as he moves up on different levels? And and can he not end up being too aggressive? There is a pitcher here real quick I want to mention. Right-hand pitcher, uh, Diane Santis. So... He's one of those pitchability guys for me. A little undersized, 5'11", 160, for a righty. Undersized for a righty. Um, but pitchability guy. So fastball can, you know, can hit 94, 95. He's got like a low three-quarter slot to it. Um, but really good feel for throwing the secondaries. Throws a curveball, throws a changeup. Curveball's a, um, a tight spinning curveball. Could look a little slurvy at times, uh, but above average pitch. Change-up is something where, above average, I think it could be plus. He sometimes doesn't have the the consistency with it. But somebody who physically isn't that imposing, but the three-pitch mix, good control, the athleticism that he has, I think that he can be a starter with a little more refinement. There are some top prospects that are in um, single A and high A right now out of the 2022 draft. So right-hand pitcher Brandon Barrera, the prep pitcher, uh, is the fourth prospect in the system, has not been assigned to an affiliate. Probably won't get assigned until next year. Uh, shortstop Tucker Toman, the number eight prospect in the system, is in rookie ball right now. And then shortstop John Kasevich is in, is in single A in Dunedin. A, a number nine prospect. And number 10 prospect, second baseman Kay Doty, is an A ball as well. In just a minute, I want to get to double A in the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends uh, at with Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. The key to sustainable weight loss is through the liver because it's the body's metabolic furnace. It has the job of flushing out harmful toxins and igniting your fat-burning metabolism. But... Uh, it's overworked in a lot of people because modern diets have a lot of processed foods that aren't as healthy for you as a whole food plant-based diet. Uh, and then obviously there's constant exposure to to man-made environmental toxins, whether it be smoke, whether it be just all kinds of options. So it is easy to rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. It contains eight liver-boosting super nutrients, turmeric, beet, artichoke extract, all of these things work together to wake up a sluggish liver and turn it into a toxic flushing and fat burning machine. Uh, Something that could potentially help with a bloated belly, uncomfortable digestion, feeling tired and low on energy. Uh, And then liver health formula can make it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long term. As a listener of our show, you can try liver health formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. Curb Fit's a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant that makes it easy to say no um, to unhealthy foods. Makes it the perfect complement to Liver Health Formula. So go to GetLiverHelp.com MLB to learn more. Again, that's GetLiverHelp.com MLB to try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and claim your free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. Go to GetLiverHelp.com MLB now to get started. Okay, so the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, double-A affiliate, couple top prospects here. This is where we really start to have some fun. Let's talk about Ricky Tiedemann. Left-hand pitcher, 
Number two in the system, 2021 third round pick um, out of junior college. And situation where he entered the 2020 draft. It was a five-round draft. He didn't get picked. He went to junior college for a year, was draft eligible in 2021 at 18 years old, got drafted uh, pretty high in in the third round. So velocity has kind of picked up since he got into the pros. He was like a high 80s, low 90s guy. Uh, at junior college, he's now mid to upper 90s in bursts. Now, when he pitches as a starter, it's not as hot, not as high as when he's pitching in relief, but something where the, the velo is much better. Uh, so fastball's good. The changeup, I think, is one of the better changeups in this entire Toronto system. Um, plus, you know, plus changeup, he feels good about it to both lefties and righties, which I absolutely love. Slider is is average. I think the thing here is is it's inconsistent. Um, it doesn't always keep its shape. Doesn't always land where he wants it to land. Um, he can throw strikes, but his arm slot doesn't always stay uh, consistent. And so when he loses the arm slot, the the movement of the pitches gets a little different. The control isn't quite there, and so he can sometimes get hit. Started off in high A this year, eight games, 37 and two-thirds innings, 54 strikeouts to 12 walks, 2-3-9 ERA. Uh, got a promotion to double A. He's had two games in double A. Um, so five innings total, shorter outings to acclimate to the level. Seven strikeouts to one walk. Now he's given up five hits, three earned runs. Uh, but something where... We really can't judge too much on double A because it's a small sample size. We're looking at the high A results. And absolutely looks like a guy that can be a number three if the mechanics can get more consistent. And again, the big issue there is the arm slot. Just has to keep the arm slot consistent so that you can have a repeatable, uh, you know, have a repeatable delivery and then the control sticks and the pitches move the way you expect them to. Right behind him in the rankings, uh, number three, uh, Orelvis Martinez, 2018 IFA out of the Dominican, 6'1", 190. Uh, guy that is playing shortstop for now, I expect him to end up at third base. Uh, internally, the Blue Jays think he can stick it short. Outside of, uh, outside of the organization, a lot of folks don't necessarily see it. But either way, I think it's something where uh, he's a below average runner as of now, and as he continues to put on a little bit of healthy weight, uh, mature a bit, I see that slowing down a little bit. So third base ends up feeling like the most likely fit for him. He's got a he's got a good arm, sixty grade arm. He can stick over there. It's just something where I don't see the range maintaining enough for him to do uh, shortstop long term. So this year he's he's. Spent the entire year at AA. Not had an amazing year statistically, uh, as far as some of the as far as batting average and on base. So 211, 283 is the batting average and the on base percentage. Not amazing. 27 walks and 90, 96 games, but slugging 480, 27 home runs. Highest he had done in the season was 19 and 71 games in low A in 2021. So. 27 home runs. 
is absolutely playing into the power potential where we think he is. Can hit the power, like has the power to knock it out to all fields, but likes to pull it more. Um, strikeout rates kind of ticked up as he started to lean into the pull side power. And that's something where a, a talented pitcher with a good breaking pitch can kind of make you pay for trying to pull everything, right? Because uh, typically you're going to be trying to get ahead of a fastball and they can sequence something on you. Uh, so we see that some, some in there with him. Um, he's been, you know, at times he'll start to, he'll work on it and get a little more selective and the strikeout rate ticks down a bit and then he'll kind of get back into his old rhythm. So I expect he's going to be like a more of a three true outcomes, maybe a lower batting average kind of guy, but plenty of power. Uh, I do think he probably is the best power hitter in this system. Uh, I see him as somebody who could be a 30 to 35 home run guy in the bigs. And he's not that huge right now. 6'1", 190. He has room to add some healthy weight to the frame and a little bit more strength. But someone who, at this rate, I expect him to probably come back to AA and then move to AAA next year versus a AAA big league kind of thing. And obviously, you do have Matt Chapman at the big league level, so there's some questions there. Number five pitcher, or number five prospect in the system is pitcher Yosver Zululeta. Zuluetta. There you go. Uh, 2019 IFA out of Cuba. And dude has had tons of injuries in the past. Not necessarily his fault. Fluke stuff. So um, had TJ after he got signed. Spent all of 2020 when there was no season. Rehabbing. Was looking pretty good um, in spring training. Coming out of camp was assigned to go to Dunedin. So single A. Uh, first batter faced. He's covering first, tears his ACL. Lost the rest of 2021. Went to low A. Um, again, this year, kind of dominated there. Went to high A, looked pretty good there. Is now in triple A. So, uh, I'm sorry, is now in double A. So, it's the third level he's been in. Uh, so, in Dunedin, three games, 12 innings, 23 strikeouts to three walks, four earned runs. Um, so three ERA, ERA went to three eight over six games at high A, and five games in double A, two two starts, three relief appearances, four three five ERA. Um, striking out about fourteen guys per nine, has some issues with control. Uh, has ten walks and ten innings in double A. So situation here where. Very powerful four-pitch mix, right? Um, Fastball, high 90s four-seamer, sits 96 to 98. He can touch 100 with it. Has a hard, sweepy slider. Um, He can run it up into the high 80s. It's got got above-average MLB levels uh, spin rate to it. Changeup. I think the changeup's his best pitch. Um, Gets a lot of run with it, arm side. Uh, Doesn't have a whole lot of vertical movement to it. And so it plays well with the, with the fastball tunnels really well. Um, has a curveball, upper 70s. Isn't quite vertical. It's 11 to 5, but has a lot of drop to it. Really strong four-pitch mix. The issue, as you can tell by the walks, is the command. Um, fringe to average. He does flash it average. You know, he does flash better control at for stretches. But something where 
good overall profile, high octane stuff, just has to work on the control. Has to be a little more consistent, be able to throw strikes and not walk nearly as many guys. Um, you know, double A is a big jump. That's the biggest jump you'll make in the minors. He's going to double A. So something where I expect him to, um, I expect him to kind of figure some of that out as he has more time in double A. And obviously he's incredibly raw because this is in, in, in essence his first, uh, his first taste of professional baseball here, even though he was a 2019 IFA. So he's age 24 in double A, but it's not his fault. Developmentally, he's a little bit younger. So Zamadi, he'll be a late bloomer, but I expect he absolutely has the tools to contribute at a big league level. In just a minute, I want to get to AAA Buffalo and the Bisons, a park that Blue Jays are familiar with because they played so many of their games in AAA in Buffalo in 2020. But first, today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Uh, You can get all your favorite sports info and events at the number one source for odds, lines, and games. You'll get reviews and news of every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, golf, and even esports. And BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagered information. Live in-game betting, uh, uh, scores, they have you covered. They actually just sent out odds the other day for the first time. The New York Yankees are no longer the biggest favorites to win, um, sorry, to, to make the World Series out of the American League. Uh, the Astros have now passed them. So Dodgers still have the best odds, 13 to 4 odds, to win the World Series. The Astros are now 4 to 1, second best odds. The Yankees are 9 to 2. So the Yankees slump that they're in right now has brought them down to third overall odds, second in the American League. Second in the National League is the Mets at 5 to 1. Third in the National League is the Braves at 9 to 1. And then third in the American League, believe it or not, are these Toronto Blue Jays, 18 to 1 odds to represent the American League in the World Series. So head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action and to get in on the uh, Toronto Blue Jays World Series train because bet online is where the game starts. Okay, the AAA Buffalo Bisons. You can't discuss this system without discussing number one prospect in this system, catcher Gabriel Moreno. So the Blue Jays have had... Um, fantastic catcher performances this year. Alejandro Kirk was, I believe, was an all-star. You've got, you know, you've got Danny Jansen. Fantastic performances. So they haven't needed Gabriel Moreno. Uh, And so he's just going to, you know, he spent some time, I think he spent like 18 games at the bigs for injury things and things like that. But for the most part, he's been in AAA most of the season. And, Listen to what he has done in AAA, okay? 52 games, 301, 370, 398. Two home runs, 15 extra base hits in 52 games. Uh, six of seven on stolen bases. Shout out to a catcher that can steal some bases. Uh, 29 RBIs, 26 runs scored. But 301 batting average in AAA. This dude is big league ready. He's the best hitter for average in the system, despite being a catcher. He's the best defensive catcher in the entire system. He's the number one prospect. He's been the number one prospect 
And this is something where I think that he still can be better than what he is. He only now has like two seasons of being a full t- of being the full-time catcher. And so he's he's like 200 games of catching experience. So I think he can be better at game calling. Like he can still he still has time to learn some of the finer points. But defensively, um he's above average now. He didn't used to be. He's above average now. Um Really, really good athleticism, as we talked about with the steals, to be able to block pitches in the dirt, things like that. Um, plus arm, quick release with it. Pop time is below two seconds. He throws out like 40% of base dealers, which is just about an elite number. Obviously, won't get that high. Uh, or won't be that high in MLB, but fantastic numbers for where he is. And... Uh, in 2021, actually didn't allow any pass balls. I don't have numbers for 2022 yet, but didn't allow a pass ball in 2021 uh, in like 30 games behind the plate. So, but he's not as good as his defense could be. His offense is, I mean, he's going to chip in above average defense at a premium position, but he's here for his offense. Perennial all-star is what the belief is here. Plus to plus plus hitter. I've seen 70 grade on the hit tool. I've seen 50 grade on the power. Um, you know, and this was something where to kind of explain why he didn't catch him in the games last year. He broke his thumb last year, but um, coming back out of that, you know, low strikeout rate, uh, you know, strikes out. I think what was it right now? Uh, in in fifty two games, he struck out thirty eight times. That's it. Twenty walks to go along with that. He has a like the swing has evolved as he's grown. Uh, he's tapping into more power, but he still has like a he still has like a really quick, efficient swing, so he can get to velocity, especially uh, up and in, which is a thing that we talk about a lot. Is is fastballs up in the zone can kind of like barrel. He can he can he can get some barrels on pitches up in the zone and uh, velocity in on his body. He pulls it. A lot of guys do, but the point is he can catch up to it. Something where his swing is well suited to where the game is going to now. Um he, his exit velos consistently, you know, the tops are 108, 109, things like that. He makes frequent contact, he can use the entire field. And I think he's got average to maybe above average power. We'll see where it ends up. But it's something where he is an aggressive hitter. And so I think that's part of it too is uh he'll chase or he'll swing at a borderline pitch. Versus maybe being incredibly patient um, and waiting for the best option. You can see it in his walk rates. He's gotten better at that. But still something where I think the next step to unlocking the premium power is just getting better at, instead of swinging at a borderline pitch, waiting for his pitch to hit for a mistake and crushing it. So, very excited. And it's a question of what are you going to do with him if he continues to do this? Like I said, like I mentioned, he got a cameo in the big leagues this year in 18 games, batted 276, 300, 293. Uh, didn't have any home runs, but held his own offensively as far as as, as far as um, batting average goes. And with Jansen and Kirk, you have one of the better catching tandems to go along with, I'd say, Atlanta, Travis Darno, and uh, William Contreras. So where do you fit him in? How does he get to play? We got to figure that out. 
But fantastic prospect. A uh, couple other guys here just want to mention briefly because I don't want to keep you guys too long on a Friday. Uh, Hayden Younger, right-hand pitcher, uh, sixth-round pick in 2021, six foot 180. Fastball slider change guy. I like some of his stuff, but he was a reliever uh, at Missouri State. And so he hasn't gone super deep into games because they've, they're, they're still doing that transition. Uh, you know, he spent last year trying to start. It was, you know, uh, uh, sorry, he, he, we're going to go back and cut this. Hayden Younger, right-hand pitcher, uh, number seven prospect in the system. Um, 2021 sixth-round pick out of Missouri State. Was exclusively a reliever in college. They've been moving him into a starting role. So 20 starts at double A, or 17 starts in 20 games this year in double A, 56 total innings. He's not going super deep into games. Um, 67 strikeouts, 56 innings, 21 walks. They promoted him to, to Buffalo, seven games, all in relief, 15 strikeouts over 12 innings, six walks. Fastball slider change is the mix, but just something where he needs to be more consistent with throwing strikes. Um, I feel like the slider is a little bit below average. The change is above average. The fastball is above average. Uh, really more of a pitchability guy than anything. The fastball has good velo, can hit 97, sits mid-90s. Um, so the four-seamer kind of will miss a bat. But um, change-up's really good. Slider needs some work still. So I think they're going to end up using him as a reliever. I'm not sure if he's going to get a chance to start, but either way... Useful pitcher. And the number 13, it, uh, first baseman and outfielder, Spencer Horowitz. Uh, Spencer's a guy that uh, is trying to unlock some more power. 2019, 24th round pick. The fact he's still in baseball as a 24th round pick, you love to see that. Six foot 190, fantastic plate discipline. So 326 at-bats right now, 285, 396, 482. Great on-base percentage. 12 home runs, but something where um, he, he, he's learned to, to hit, get for more power now than he did in college. Has to continue to work on that. Defensively, he's average at first base. He can play some left field as well, but he's going to have to hit more to stick. And so he's working on the power. It's starting to come. We're seeing it better. Like I said, the, the slugging's 482. And as he continues to develop the power combined with walking a ton, you're going to see a guy who's going to be a useful... Um, he can play a first base, like I said, below average to maybe average, or can be a non-prototypical DH, walk a lot with a little bit of power for you. Either way, intriguing prospect. Want to see Spencer Horowitz figure it out. Fantastic week this week. A reminder, last chance, if you have questions for the show, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Farm. Or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. That mailbag will run on Monday. But until then, this has been Locked On MLB Prospects. Uh-huh.